0: Who's ready for the word of the Lord today? If you would open up your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter 28 and Romans chapter 1. Matthew chapter 28 and Romans chapter 1. Matthew 28 and Romans chapter 1. While preparing for this resurrection season, as I told uh, first service, I really heard the Lord whispering to me about the basics of this story because our minds are so flooded right now with everything happening around the world and everything that's going on, it's sometimes, it's so easy to forget the real meaning and why we are celebrating this day. So if it seems basic, it is because it is. It's, it's a, this is the basic story of resurrection. It's the basic story of Easter. And I just want to remind us, of that this morning in Matthew chapter 28 verse 1 the word says now after the Sabbath as the first day of the week began to dawn Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb and behold there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it his countenance was like lightning And his clothing was as white as snow. And the guards shook for fear of him. And they became like dead men. They were so afraid that they fell to the ground. But the angel answered and said to the women. Notice that the men fell down and the women stood up. That's just. He said to the women, do not be afraid for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. Romans chapter 1 says, verse 1, Paul, a bondservant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God, which he promised before through his prophets in the Holy Scripture. Concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Jesus is the most intriguing figure in all of history. He is not only the centerpiece of the Christian faith, but he is also the centerpiece in all of history. You may ask, how can you make such a large, confident statement as Jesus is the centerpiece of all history? And to that, I would ask you, what year is it? It is 2021, Do you know what that means? That is 2,021 years after what? Even the calendar shifted when Jesus came on the scene. If you want something to shift in your life, you need Jesus to come on the scene. And as soon as Jesus stepped into time, time shifted and restarted all because Jesus came on the scene. The Bible says, as I just read, that Jesus was God and man. He was not 50-50, but instead he was 100-100. One day heaven poured itself out and God came to this earth in a bodily form wrapped in flesh And the word says that this flesh man, Jesus, was a seed of David. David was one of Israel's most beloved kings. We know him well as you can find some of his writings in the book of Psalms. He taught us how to worship in the highs and even in the lows. This bodily form of Jesus was part of his lineage. But this word in Romans goes on to say this morning that while he was a man, he is also the very Son of God. I know that to you may not really be a believer, you may have been in church all of your life and still think that this statement seems a little. Uh, weird. It seems a little out there. I mean, I can understand the lineage of David. I can understand that he is uh, a real man, and and I can understand his lineage. But but it's just hard for me to understand that now you're trying to tell me that he is the son of God. I hear you, but I'm not sure I believe you. Uh, uh, how, how do we know that this man is, was the son of God? And we start to think, and oh, I know how he was the son of God because he was a great teacher when you look throughout his life, he had so many insightful moments. He had so many moments where he spoke revelation. It was like he was speaking proverbs, these one-liners that kind of stick with us like love one another as I have loved you and I am the way and I am the truth and I am the life. Well, I I know many great teachers and many great theologians, so that can't be the very thing that makes him the son of God. So what is it? Oh, I know it's because he was a prophet. He would he would prophesy and things would come into fruition and he would speak and something would happen. That must be why he is the son of God. And but Many say even Mohammed was a prophet. So it can't be that. It can't just be that someone makes a prophetic statement and that makes them the son of God. Oh, I know. I know what it is. It's it's because of the miracles. Uh, He he healed people. He he walked on the water. He turned water into wine. That, That must be it. But... If you remember, even throughout the scripture, there were other people that that, that, that did miracles in the Bible. If you recall, if you know the story, Moses had a rod and he threw it down and, and it was a miracle. But right after him, Pharaoh's magicians came to mock him and do the same thing. So it's not necessarily miracles that make him the son of God. So how did this happen? How is this man the son of God. I mean, his dad was not royalty. His dad was just a carpenter and his parents were not even married whenever he was conceived. So how does this happen? How crazy is it that this Jesus, this son of God and son of man, rises up and starts teaching about the kingdom of God and the multitudes start following him. Oh, that's what it is. It must be because he is a great leader, but, but there are people who are not even of the faith that are good leaders in the world today. So it's not that he's just a good teacher. It's not that he is just a prophet. It's not that he is a good leader. It's not just the miracles. If not these things, what in the world made him the son of God? What What factual evidence can there be that will make me 100% sure that this Jesus is the Son of God? What is it about this Jesus that I should risk eternity on? What is it? Who is he? Where is he at? I mean, I can believe that he was a good teacher. I can believe in the miracles. But how can I believe that this Jesus is the Son of God? It all started in the garden, a place called Eden. God created this garden, Eden, and it was the perfect place. It was like heaven on earth. God made Adam and he made him dominion over it. He said, Adam, this is yours. Just open your mouth and call it whatever you want and it shall be. You you have dominion over it. You can do anything. Everything is yours, but the one thing, you cannot eat from these trees. You, You cannot do it. And Adam and Eve fell when they ate from the tree. And in that very moment, that is when sin and wickedness and evil made itself known here on earth. And the Bible paints a picture as Adam and Eve are leaving the garden, somewhat looking over their shoulder at what could and might have been. And time kept moving forward. Sin kept evolving. Time kept marching on. Then there was Noah. Noah came, and he could not fix the issues of the world. Abraham came. He was a father to to the nations, but he could not fix the issues of this old world. Moses came and he led the nation, but he still could not get to the bottom of the sin issue. Kings and and other kings they came and they went, and and still they 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 were not the ultimate solution. And now they were trying to find the solution, so they start making rules and laws about uh, about sacrifices in the Old Testament. And now here they are. They are sacrificing a lamb. But really, really what they were doing is they were just simply holding off the wrath of God until the real answer came. And the people from the very beginning with Adam, they started longing for a day when the guilt could be gone, when the heaviness and the weight of the debt of sin would be released for them. They felt good on the day of atonement when they would bring a sacrifice but after that day the, the, the guilt started coming back and they were looking for the final answer and while sin continues to grow and chaos continues to evolve. God is witnessing all of these things from heaven. God is witnessing what is happening on earth as he looks down from heaven. The word says that he begins to search throughout all of the heavens to find the answer for what was happening on earth. I can see the Lord getting up from the throne as he starts here on the left and and he is scanning millions, the multitudes of millions of angels from left to right, and he's trying to find the one. I can just imagine him locking eyes with Gabriel and thinking, that is him. Look at the majesty. He's the worshiping angel. Surely he can worship it away. Surely, but no, that's, that's not him. And he continues to spam and he goes, keeps going to the right. And oh, there's Michael, there's the archangel. He's the warring angel. He knows how to fight. He's one of the greatest angels in all of the heavens. Surely he could pull out his sword that the word describes on his side and slash sin right off of, of planet earth. Surely this is it. But no. That's not the answer either. And the word says that he continues to search throughout the heavens. And finally, he gets all the way to the right. And he looks at his right hand. Is there anyone here that can open the scroll? Is there anyone here in heaven? And finally, he looks all the way on his right hand. And sees his son, Jesus Christ. And I can just see Jesus locking eyes with the Father. Saying, I'll go. I'm the answer for sin. I can wrap some chains. I can break somebody free. I'm the answer. Here I am. Lord, send me. And now God has been looking to Jesus. God is looking to Jesus to end the issues of this world. Listen, if God is looking to Jesus to fix the issues, now is the time when you need to start looking to Jesus to fix your issues. God is coming to planet Earth. I can just hear him saying, we're coming to America. There's a party going on. He's coming to Earth. Pack the bags, angels. Jesus is going to earth he's going to fix this he's going to make it right surely this will be a prestigious process surely there will be dignitaries there to meet jesus when he's born surely it will be full of pomp and circumstance and red carpet and beautiful garments and 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 and, and and an amazing handcrafted crib and all of the pageantry and crowns and surely this will happen no but instead the king the son of god was born to a virgin who had been walking through the marketplace for months listening to the sound of gossip about her oh it, is that a baby bump? She's not even She's not even married. How dare her? She's been walking. Oh, surely there would be multitudes of people there. No, just some animals. Just some animals. Surely, surely he'll have a bedazzled onesie sold on Etsy. Surely he will have it. No, just some little strips of cloth to wrap around the king of kings. Surely there will be dignitaries. No, just, just a few animals and... Just some shepherd and a few wise men. Surely, surely he. this will be a grand party. No, he came to earth. It's such a low time. He came to earth in such a low place. In such a low way. Why did he do that? Because he wanted to send a message. That he may be the God on high. But he's willing to reach way down low. He may be the God of the universe. But he's willing to get in the ditches to save your soul. That day God made the announcement. I will reach to the lowest place to bring you up to the highest place. And the son of God begin to grow and he begin to mature, and we see him at the age of 12, and he's in the tabernacle, and he is sitting in the company of great scholars, and the scholars are mesmerized. He's a genius. You thought your child was a genius. You wonder why they can't get him gifted? He was it at age 12. He's quoting the prophets, and he's 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 stunning the minds of scholars. And there and here he he begins to mature. He's about the father's business. Then you see his ministry occurring, and there are accounts after accounts of miracles. There are accounts of Jesus. He's he's opening up the eyes of the blind. He's. he's he's opening up deaf ears and one time he even spoke to the wind and it stopped blowing and then he spoke to the waves and the waves stopped crashing against the ship and one day how can we forget when Jesus just happened happened to stumble upon 5,000 hungry men can you imagine how many buckets of KFC it would take to feed 5,000 hungry men and that's not even counting the women and the children and Jesus being the son of God and being man he looks over at the young boy and he takes his little lunch and he multiplies it and feeds the thousands I mean he even walked on the water he turned water to wine at a a wedding and one day he even spoke to a tree and cursed it and it died then you turn the page and you see him he's yelling into the tomb Lazarus get up and all of a sudden a dead man comes leaping out why because he had the power of life and death in his tongue but his ministry was so short A ministry of only about three years. He knew it was his time. He knew he was created for the moment. So he gathers his disciples up and knowing that this time had come, he warns them of what is about to happen. Peter, I love you, bro, but I know we're tight and all, but you're going to disown me at the dinner table he's he warned that someone here will betray me and Judas touching the bread he ran out of the room and for 30 pieces of silver he sold out the prince of peace and he comes back and kisses him on the cheek and the kiss on the cheek the soldiers come running in and they take Jesus to the whipping post and with whips and and, and braids of leather they start beating him on his back they beat his body they whipped him like an old yard dog they tore off his garments and blood was Pouring down, they put a crown of thorns on his brow, and the blood began to pour down his face. They put a cross, a heavy wooden cross, on his bare, beaten, exposed back. And he climbed up the hill of Golgotha or the place of the skull. And whenever he carried his own cross to the top, they nailed him to that cross. His body is shutting down, he's in mental torment. He's in physical torment. His muscles can no longer continue to carry his body weight on the cross. His lungs can no longer expand and contract to create breath for him to breathe and to live. How can this be, God? If you were God, you would get down from the cross. If you were God, angels would have already rescued. How can this be, God? and now the angels are up in heaven and they have been singing holy 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 around the throne 24 hours a day and they are crying out and now they have stopped and they and all of the attention is on galgatha all of their attention is at the cross and now millions of angels they're pushing against the gates of heaven they're just dying to get to the savior and they're pushing and pushing and they're looking to the father like now is it N- do you want us to go now? Just give us the nod. And right when they get the gate open, God holds out his hand and says, Stop! He's about to finish the work. Abraham couldn't fix it. Moses could not fix it. Kings couldn't fix it. But my son is about to finish the work. Jesus cries out, Why have you forsaken me? And now the earth has rejected him, and heaven has too. Earth will not look at him, and now God has turned his head on his very son, and now he's all alone on a cross bearing the burden of your sin. He cries out, It is finished and the word says he gave up the ghost and he died the king of all kings that was born in a little barn wrapped in little pieces of scrap material surely he would have a majestic tomb surely you know it'll be all ornamental and how and have all statues and it looked like a king. Surely, no. He didn't even have his own tomb. They put him in a borrowed tomb. All hope had been lost. How could this be? God is dead. How could this be? How is he the son of God? It can't be. Hell is rejoicing. Hell is laughing. The disco ball in heaven, in in hell, is turning. And there is a party in hell. Satan begins to have a flashback to the very day where it all started in the garden. When men, when man fell, and sin invaded the earth. And now, the one enemy that Satan had on earth is now. Hell was rejoicing hell was having a party but Satan started to get a little anxious he was feeling a little uneasy now the creator of fear is feeling fear himself because he recalled when Jesus said Destroy this temple. And in three days I will raise it up again. And while the celebration in hell has reached a climax. And the beat is dropping in hell. And the DJ is playing the favorite hits. And the dance floor is kicking, all of a sudden the environment starts to shift on planet earth. Because in Matthew 28, there was not only a shift in earth, there was also a shift in the heavens. There was also a shift in the heavens. Just because just because Jesus is the ultimate party crusher and he ruined the party in hell that day, when it says, Behold, there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat down on it I want to bring you good news today. You may have had an atrocity of a year. Your 2020, we were not even here last year. Everything was shut down, and you may still be shut down. You may have had a rough week. You may have had a rough marriage, but I want to tell you today, guess what? That same God is here, and He can move it, and He's ready to sit down on it. You want to know when God sits down on something is whenever He's finished. Guess what? God is sitting on his throne and he's not getting up to the trumpet sounds why because it's all over there is something in your life I believe that God is ready to sit on today why because it is finished and that moment the party in hell ended and Jesus gets out of the grave and Jesus comes out and he's got one foot on death and one foot on the grave Verse that his countenance was like lightning. The angel, his clothing as white as snow, and the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek this man, Jesus. He said, Guess what? I know you come to see the man. I know you came to to see the one that can teach. I know you came to find the one that has miracles. I know you came to see the body of the one that can prophesy. I know you came to see the great leader. He said, ladies, you came to see the man. He said, but let me show you why he is the son of God. Verse 6 says, for he is not here, for he is risen on the cross that day. Will you just stand up with me and rejoice? He said, he is not here for he is risen on the cross that day. Guess what? He wrote a note. It was signed and sealed but on that third day that note was delivered to the very pit of hell and he wrote the letter and it says oh death where is your sting grave where is your victory and he signed that note I'm back and all of a sudden heaven began to rejoice like the church is rejoicing today God is the perfect party crusher and I think He wants to wreck something that's been happening in your life this morning. He's here to transform you. How do I know this is the Son of God? Because the grave could not hold Him. The grave could not hold him. How do I know this is the son of God? Because the Pharisees could not stop him. How do I know this is the son of God? Death could not handle him. How do I know he was the son of God? Because the tomb is empty today. And God wants to empty something in your life today. The tomb is empty so you don't have to be today. I said the tomb is empty so you don't have to be today.